Yimadaf Yitzayin, the Gemara returns to the stira between the Mishnah and Tomet, which states that the Lishka Satloim was in the Mar of Tzufun corner of the Baisa market, and the Mishnah Midas, which states it was the Mar of Durim corner. Gemara presents a way to reconcile the two Mishnahs. Rav Adabarad Rav Yitzchak Omar, Ha'Lishka, the Lishka Satloim, Aktsiyah Mekatsiyah. It extended along the Mar of Wall, towards both the Durim and Tzufun corners, but did not quite reach either corner. Therefore, the Usam at Tzufan is Chazil To one coming from Tzufan, the Lishka appeared to be mainly in Durim. The Usam at Durim is Chazil To one coming from Durim, it appeared to be mainly B'Tzufan. Because when you entered the Baisa from Tzufan, you saw that the Lishka Satluim did not begin at Tzufan, you assumed it must have began in Durim. And the same is the opposite. Therefore, there is no contradiction between the Mishnah in Tumit and the one in Midas. The Mishnah in Tumit, which places the Lishka Marev Tzufan, is describing it from the perspective of a person entering the Baisa Moikot from Durim. While the Mishnah Midas, which places it Marev Durim, describes it from the perspective of one entering from Tzufan. Rav Ada concludes, Emestavra is reasonable to say that Although it did not reach either corner, it was mainly Marev Durim. And even the Mishnah in Tumit would concede this point. Although in Tumit it is described as being Mar of Tzufan, that is simply the perspective of one approaching from Durim. Bimai, from where do we know that even the Mishnah in Tumit would agree that it was mainly Mar of Durim? It is Midramina Lechem Apunim Alechem Apunim. Because we have a contradiction between the two previously mentioned Mishnahs regarding the location of the Lishka in which the Lechem Apunim was made. The contradiction is that the Mishnah Imidas places the Lishka's Lechem Apunim in the Durim Mizrach corner while the Mishnah in Tumit does not clearly state its location. All the Mishnah in Tumit states is that the Lishka Satluim was Tzufan Marev. It then counts the other three Lishkas finishing with the Lishka Selechem Aponim. Presumably, it's listing the Lishkas in the order they would be encountered by a person facing the Lishka from the outside and proceeding to his right, meaning counterclockwise. So accordingly, if the Lishka Satluim was Tzufan Marev and you count counterclockwise, what emerges is that the Lishka Selechem Apunim was Tzufan Mizrech, and not Durim Mizrech, as stated in Midas. How are these Mishnahs reconciled? Emeshalinon, and we responded to this contradiction by saying, Omar Afena Marka The Tana of Mesechtas Midas lists the Lishkas in the order they would be encountered by a person facing the Lishka from the outside, and proceeding to his right, meaning counterclockwise. Emarka Choshev Whereas the Tana of Mesechtas Tomet, lists the Lishkas in the direction of someone proceeding to his left, meaning clockwise. What it continues explaining the answer of in a way which proves that the Lishka Satloim was closer to the Maruvestroimis corner. Because E Amrit Maruvestroimis this response is understandable if you say the Lishka Satloim was mainly Maravdurem, Hanadamatarzlechmapunamalechmapunam. This is how the contradiction regarding the location of the Lechmapunam can be resolved by stating the Tana in Tomid lists the Lishkas in the direction of someone proceeding left, clockwise. Because if you start the Lishkas at Luim of Durim, and you continue counting clockwise, the final Lishka of Lechem Apunim will be Durim Mezrech, exactly where the Mishnah Emidah said it is. Elu Yamret, but if you'll say that the Lishkas at Luim was Tzufonis Marove Savoah, Sasaf Matritza the Lechem Apunim, how have you answered the contradiction? If the Lishkas Hatluim was Tzfonis Maroves, even when counting clockwise, the Lechem Aponim, the final Lishka, will be Maroves Droimes, and not 
we can indeed learn it from this. The Gemara asks, how can the Tana imesechtas tomet list the lishkas derech smol? What a response, Hanamela This rule applies only with regard to the actual avoida. Here is simply listing the location of the lishkas so it can be done derech smol. In the Mishnah, we learn Shakoin Gudl Makrev Chalik Barash, Venoitl Chalik Barash, Tukmura quotes a Braise that elaborates upon the Mishnah. Tundra Bunan Kaitad Makrev Chalik Barash, Oimer he says, Oila Ziani Makrev. Or he says, Min chazi ani makrev. Kaitz an neutl chalik berash. Oimer chata zi ani oichel. Or he says, Ushem zi ani oichel. For neutl chala mishtai chalas, he takes one of the two shtai lechem offered on shvies, and arba oichumesh mimasa lechem apunem. Four or five loaves from the lechem apunem. The Gemara will explain when he takes four and when he takes five. Rebbe oimer leolem chomesh, he always takes five. Shnema, it is stated regarding the lechem apunem, vohoysa lahar nilebunov, from here we learn Mechzelahan in Mechzelabunov. The Gmura later explains that only ten of the loaves were divided, half of which is five. The Gmura asks, Hogifakashia, Omret Neutl Chala Achas Mishtai Chalas. Mana, that is in accordance with whom? Rebbe, the Umapalga Shokel, who says the Kohen Gudl takes half. I'm a Metziasa. He takes Arba or Chumash Mimasalech Mapunim, or Swalla Rabunon, the Omret who they say Lois Shokel Paga. He does not take half. For if he were to take half, he would never take less than five. I'm a cipher, Rebbe Oymer Le'olam Chomash. Can it be that Raisha is a cipher, Rebbe, Imetziasa Rabunon? The Muda responds, Omer Abai, in fact, Raisha Imetziasa is the Rabunon, who maintained the Kohen Gudel take less than half. Why then does he take one of the two Shtalechem? Imoid Rabunon Beprise. The Rabunon concede with regard to a broken bread, the Lav Oirech Ar Lamesvela Kohen Gudel. It is improper to give such a piece to the Kohen Gudel. Therefore, since only two loaves are involved, there is no choice but to give the Kohen Gudl an entire loaf, even though this is more than we wanted to give him. Abba now explains that Abunan in regard to the Lechem Abunim, this means that the number of loaves he receives depends upon a machlokas found in Masech the Seker concerning how we distribute the Lechem Abunim. According to the Abunan, the Amra who say there that the Mishmer Nechnes, the incoming Mishmer Noitl Shesh, for Yoitze, the outgoing Mishmer also noitl shesh. It's charagofas telosis loy. And according to them, no extra loaves are given to the incoming Mishmer as compensation for closing the doors of the Mikdash that evening. Therefore, Mishtaim Esra boy Miflik. The total being distributed is 12. Butzit Chudamipalga. According to the Rabunon, we have to subtract one less than half. Chumashokal giving the Kongudl five. While let it be there, Domaruhi says, Mesach the Sikha, that the Mishmer Nechnes noitl sheva. The incoming Mishmer takes seven of the twelve. Shtayim b'schara gofas luses, two extra as compensation for closing the doors in the evening. For Yoitza and the outgoing Mishmer noitl chumash, me'eser boi meflek. The Kohen Gudl takes his share out of a total of ten, since two loaves are given as compensation and are not part of the division. Butzir chudam epalga. According to the Rabbuna, we subtract one from half. V'shokel arba. Therefore he takes four. Rova Omar, another pshat in the Braisa, in fact, kelar ebehi. Who maintains the Kongudl is entitled to half. The Suvala Karabida Imesech the Seka that two loaves serve as compensation. Therefore, the amount divided is ten and the Kongudl is entitled to five, half of the loaves that are actually divided. What a question is this approach? But in that case, Vela Mai Arba. 
What does the Barasa mean when it states that Kohen sometimes takes four? He should always take five. With a response, The case in which the Kohen takes only four loaves is when there is an extra Mishmar that stays over as a result of Yom Tev. This Mishmar gets two loaves, reducing the number of loaves divided between the incoming and outgoing Mishmuris to eight. Whereas the case in which the Kohen takes five loaves is where there is no Mishmar that stays over, and the Gemara elaborates. The Kohen takes his share out of just eight. For Shokal Arba, he therefore takes half, which is four. He takes his share out of ten. For Shokal he therefore takes five. What a challenge is this interpretation, Iyucha? If the entire Brais is in accordance with Rebbe, my what is meant, Rebbe Oymel Oylem Chumash, we just said according to Rebbe, he sometimes takes only four. But in response, Kashya, this is indeed fair.